Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 712. Right next to me is the person who keeps me out of trouble from time to time. Kimmy! I got one name! Kimmy! That's right, it's Kimmy. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And I am your host, Patrick Riley. They said his face was meant for radio. They said that he'd look good on radio. And everybody told him where to go. Yes, I have a face for radio, right, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's my theme song right there. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to this Sunday edition. If you're listening to the day it's uploaded, a Sunday edition of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Yes, we're, anybody who's on the Riley and Kimmy Show has a face for radio, except for Kimmy. She's the beauty of the show. Aww. And so our occasional guest, Humphrey, sorry, buddy. You have a face for radio. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding there. I'm teasing. I'm teasing, Humphrey. Oh, boy. And I'm going to get in trouble with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I didn't mean that, buddy. I'm just, just teasing. Anyhow, welcome to this episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. We're going to be talking about nerd stuff. And by the way, if you are in Florida and you're listening to this early enough when it's uploaded, boy, make your way to Jacksonville, Florida. Right, Kimmy? Oh, yes. I mean, make your way to Jacksonville, Florida, because there's something big going on. And we're going to check in right now with the person who's involved, one of them who's involved. Now, he is the promoter with Retro-Rama Pop Culture Collectible Show, which we go to all the time. We've been invited back, by the way, for the one in 2016. But he has something else going on. Let's check in with Ed Tucker and find out what's going on in Jacksonville today. Well, this is a little something different than Retro-Rama collectibles patrick although it's along those same lines this is a group called final frontier auctions they are a new auction house in jacksonville just came around this year they specialize in vintage quality collectibles as opposed to just kind of general merchandise like a lot of auction houses do and there's a sale coming up december 13th which is a sunday it's the sunday before the force awakens so this will be a little uh, advanced awakening party it's going to be nothing at this auction but vintage Star Wars collectibles. Now, we've probably honestly got over 200 loose Star Wars figures, you know, with the weapons and everything. We've got boxed and loose ships, boxed and loose play sets. We've got movie posters. We've got the coins that were from the uh, final 17 power of the Force line. I mean, everything from, you know, very common stuff for people starting out if they just want to buy a lot and get started collecting to the person that's looking for that one piece to finish. The auction is absolutely free, Patrick. You don't even have to register, get a number to bid or anything if you just want to come check it out. And we're, we're trying to make this a little more of an event. I mean, most of the people that are associated with Final Frontier have been to other auctions. We know what it's like when there's that one piece that you really want to get and you're having to wade through these sales for snow tires and, you know, old shoes and stuff. So we tried to make this all collectibles. And this particular one is themed. It's going to be all vintage Star Wars. Like I said, right now we've got over 100 lots. 
to sell. So even if you're not there buying anything or even if you're looking for a few specific items, you're still going to see a lot of cool stuff to look at. We're also going to have door prizes. We're going to have the uh, 501 First there. The Stormtroopers will be posing for photos. I mean, it's going to be a real Star Wars atmosphere. It's, it's going to be kind of a little bit of a pre-party for uh, The Force Awakening on that Friday. It's December 13th. It's at the uh, Ramada Conference Center in Mandarin, which is located right off I-295 on San Jose Boulevard. Is the Force strong with you, Kimmy? Yes. Ooh, well, let's hope it is because the Vintage Star Wars Memorabilia Auction is underway from Final Frontier Auctions in Jacksonville, Florida. And big thanks going out to Ed Tucker, John, and the others involved from Final Frontier Auctions for inviting the Riley and Kimmy Show. And if you make it in time before this event ends, be sure to swing by, say hi to us. We have a table set up, and we are recording an episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. We can talk about Star Wars, all kinds of Star Wars, vintage Star Wars, your favorite Star Wars movie. We'll compare notes. You know, what, what is your favorite, Kimmy, of all the movies that have been done? Now, I'm not going to count the animated. I mean the actual... You know, cinema releases, the the six. Um, number five. When, when, when number five. Oh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Oh, you, you're, oh, you're going. Episode five. Episode five, chapter five. That's, you're being cute on me here. Okay. What do I expect? Okay. Um, oh, so the Empire Strikes Back is your favorite. Mm-hmm. Or was it because Han Solo got frozen in Carbonite? No. Oh, wasn't that? <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the reason was it because c3po got blown to bits and was uh, was it was it that no what was your favorite was it just I, the I, overall I feel of the movie the yeah. whole thing yeah i agree with you that is my favorite of mm-hmm. them all score vader's theme the imperial march all that mm-hmm. yeah i, I love the you know the first one that was in theaters but the second one i like it even more mm-hmm. so i'm looking forward to seeing some empire strikes back material that's at the Vintage Star Wars Memorabilia Auction going on today, starting at 2 o'clock this afternoon. The preview to look at all that neat stuff starts at noon, runs till 2. You'll be able to see that uh, really cool poster. I was talking to somebody before we sat down for episode 712 about the Revenge of the Jedi poster, which it's theatrical size. Mm. And it's very rare. It's beautiful. Because that's the original title of that episode episode Mm -hmm. six was originally titled revenge of the jedi Mm -hmm. it was a little more darker that that film was supposed to be and then they lightened it up and kind of changed things a little bit that's when it became return of the jedi well you can see the original movie poster the way it was going to be in jacksonville today starting at noon and I will be eyeballing that one. Mm, definitely. Any any idea what what do you do? You want, write down what do you think it'll go for? Oh what, boy! Just write it down there. I what? have no okay. idea. Whoa! You actually think that that amount? I think it'll go high. That amount right there? Wow! Well, let's just see if Kimmy's right. We'll find out on episode seven hundred and thirteen of the Riley and Kimmy show. Now, Kimmy. I thought, you know, we're getting all geared up for Christmas and, you know, with the auction, you might be needing to earn a little uh, Christmas money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just might. Or, you know, you might be showing up with a bunch of pennies or something. You know, maybe you're going through all the piggy banks and everything to do your auction or taking back aluminum cans or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to earn Christmas money. Well, I thought we'd go back in time to the golden age of radio on this Sunday Funnies episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. We're going back to the 1950s, right at the tail end of the old-time radio days, the golden age of radio. 
but it's from a show that was on for a long period of time, from 1941 to 1957. That's a long time. Mm. Very successful. Actually spun off into films. And I guarantee it's one you have never heard of. Yeah. Yet, the individual who does the lead, he's actually the second person who did the lead role, um, his voice you will recognize beyond a shadow of a doubt. The show is called The Great Gildersleeve, which I'm sure you've never heard of, right? Mm-mm. No, it's, it's, I love it. It's one of my favorite of, my, of the old-time radio shows. I mean, I love The Great Gildersleeve. And I thought we'd go back in time to December 2nd, 1953. The episode is Earning Christmas Money on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Here's The Great Gildersleeve. <laughs> the first harbingers of Christmas are beginning to appear in the shop windows, and the great Gildersleeve is painfully conscious of this as he walks down the street this morning. One of the penalties our water commissioner pays for his popularity is the long list of Christmas presents he must buy. Right, George, the stores look great. If a man doesn't want to be tempted, he should walk down the street with a sack over his head. <laughs> Even Peavy has his windows all tricked up. What does the sign say? Come in today and take advantage of Peavy's after Christmas sale. After Christmas? Oh, for... Hello, Peavy. Yeah, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> what can I do for you today? You can explain why you have that sign in the window. To get curious people like you in the store. <laughs> Peavy, I'm not curious. You're in the store. <laughs> yeah, all right. Why are you having an after-Christmas sale before Christmas? Well, if I don't sell the stuff before Christmas, I'll have to put it on sale after Christmas, so why not sell it now? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty shrewd. I think so. At least I'm a month ahead of the other merchants. <laughs> what can I sell you, Mr. Gildersleeve? Oh, don't start on me yet. I thought you might want to bring Yuletide Joy to somebody's heart with a hot water bottle, maybe. Yes, yes. We have them in attractive colors this year. Baby blue with pink stoppers. And... Sorry, Peavy. But I'm being very careful about my purchases this year. I'm not throwing my money to the winds. I'm not asking you to do that. Just toss a little in the store. <laughs> I will, I will. Trouble with me is I get carried away with the holiday spirit. Every year it takes me until Thanksgiving to pay my Christmas bills. You don't say. Getting so that's what I have to be thankful for. Well, bills can be a problem if you let them get away from you. You bet. Now, here's my check from the water department. It should take us through the month. By the time Leroy taps me for his Christmas money and I buy a few things, it'll be gone. Well, it took me 20 years to work out a solution to that problem. Oh? I called a family conference. Well, what'd you do, Petey? Mrs. Peavy and I took our month's earnings and put it out on the table. And I said, Mrs. Peavy, this money is as much yours as it is mine. Now, how do we get rid of it? Well, how did she get rid of it? She didn't. She put it in the bank. <laughs> you see, women don't like to spend their money. They just like to spend yours. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I might try it on Leroy. That's what he's saying. You let him in on the family finances, and he'll share the responsibility of staying within the budget. Well, it worked with Mrs. Peavy. All I can do to get coffee out of town now. <laughs> no, Peavy. But I've got an ace in the hole. I've never told Mrs. Peavy that I'm getting 35 cents for malt. 
<laughs> you haven't? And that's not all. One day a traveling man came in for lunch and he left a quarter under his plate. I, I didn't tell her about that either. <laughs> Peavy, you know you don't keep any secrets from Mrs. Peavy. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Have you seen Leroy? He's studying his homework. Leroy studying? It is getting close to Christmas. Yes, sir. Well, when he finishes, I'd like to call a family conference. Something wrong? No, I have a little idea I want to sell Leroy. You know how he runs through money at Christmas time. Oh, he's got a list of things a mile long he wants to buy. Well, on my way home, I stopped at the bank and cashed my salary check. That's good. The grocery man and the milkman left their bills this morning. You're not so fast, Bertie. That's not why I cashed the check. No, sir. At least I want Leroy to see the money before it's all gone. Yes, sir. Hi, Unc. What's up? Leroy, I'm calling a family conference. Oh, for corn's sake. I'll go back and study. You wait a minute. This one's going to be different. You mean somebody can talk besides you? We are going to decide what to do with our monthly paycheck. What do you mean, our? I'm glad you asked. Come over to the table here and sit down. Okay, I got no money. What can I lose? If this don't concern me, like, for instance, a raise in salary, Bertie will go to the kitchen. Yeah, we'll excuse you, Bertie. Yes, I thought so. Of course, this may have some bearing on a future raise, if Leroy cooperates. Yes, sir. Leroy, pay attention to your uncle. <laughs> Well, here's our monthly salary in cash. I'll put it right here on the table. Hey, looks a lot bigger all spread out. Don't be deceived. There's a place for every penny. It's up to you and me to put it in the right place. Yeah? It's half yours, you know. Okay, I'll take my half. I got places for it. Leroy. <laughs> Hands off. But you said... Just a minute. You didn't listen to all I have to say. Oh, sorry, Unc. The sight of money made me flip my lid. Yes, yes. I got Christmas presents to buy. Well, that's why we've called the meeting. Something tells me I'm coming out on the short end of this deal. In the long run, we'll both benefit. Are we going to spend this money willy-nilly during the holidays and be in debt for months? Or shall we live within our budget? Have we got a budget? Well, our paycheck's our budget. We have just so much for food, so much for clothing, your schooling, and for the rainy day that always comes. More money when it's raining. Leroy, this is serious. Boy, is it? Now, where was I? Oh, yes. Uh, next summer, you'll want to go to camp. I'll say. And if we watch it through the holidays, chances are we'll have the money for it. Hey, Keen! So, I believe we've decided we won't spend it for Christmas. Wait a minute. How am I going to buy my presents? Well, it's only December 2nd. Plenty of time to earn money outside and... Not touch the family coffers. Well, if it'll help me go to camp. Yes, indeed, my boy. I can work after school at the corner grocery. Yeah, there are a lot of little jobs you can pick up and make Christmas money. Well, heck, I'm not worried about me. But what are you going to do for outside money? Me? Well, you'll need a lot. You've got so many girlfriends. It... Well, of course, I'm the wage earner. Ah, you mean you can spend our money, but I can't. Well... The deal's off. But... You tried to trap me. Now, Leroy... You want to spend our paycheck, but you don't want me to. Yeah, I don't want either one of us to. I mean... Okay. We don't buy presents unless we earn extra money. Either one of us. Well, when you put it that way... That's the way you put it. 
Hey, Bertie. Yes, Leroy? Unc had a great idea about both of us earning spare money for Christmas. Now he's backing out. What do you think, Bertie? Well, they say what starts for the goose is starts for the gander. Yeah. But, Leroy, I'm water commissioner. I've no time for earning money on the outside. And I've got to go to school. But I'm going to make time. So why can't he, Bertie? What starts for the goose is starts for the gander. We know that. Okay, Unc, I'll let you off the hook. What? I just wish you wouldn't bring up these things and then let me down. Well, let's spend the money willy-nilly. If that's how you feel, we'll both earn our own Christmas money. That's nice. What's soft for the goose is soft for the gander. Hey. Well, I'm a goose for ever starting this. and Bessie hasn't come to the office yet. What a secretary. Oh, well. She may not be the smartest secretary in the world, but she's honest. Hey, what's this? Oh, a note she left in the typewriter last night. Yeah, let's see. Dear Mr. Gildersleeve, sorry I'm late, but my alarm clock didn't go off this morning. Oh, my goodness. Who does she think she's kidding? Good morning, Bessie. I guess you got my note. Yes, I did. Bessie. Yes, sir? When you wrote that note last night, how did you know your alarm wouldn't go off this morning? I knew I wouldn't set it. Oh. Oh, It would be silly to write you that note and set my alarm clock. Why, that would be telling a fib. Bessie, you've been late to work practically every morning. Yes, sir. Why is this? Well, Mr. Gildersleeve, I know it upsets you when people know you're late to the office, so I stay away until after you come so you won't be embarrassed. <laughs> Confound it, Bessie. From now on, let's be here on time. Yes, sir. Well, do you want to start dictating right away, or do you want to go in your office and think about what you want to dictate first? Well, I'll admit I have some thinking to do. Come into my office, Bessie. Am I going to think with you? I want to bounce some ideas off you. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Bessie, I'm afraid I've been maneuvered into what could be an embarrassing situation. Oh, don't worry, Mr. Gildersleeve. It isn't the first time. Bessie, will you just listen and refrain from comment? That's right. You just wanted to bounce the ideas off me, didn't you? Yes. What I'm getting at is I made an agreement with Leroy that we both earn our own Christmas money. Isn't the water department still paying you, Mr. Gildersleeve? I get a trickle. But this year, we're not touching the family funds. I have to get it on the outside. Now, what would you do, Bessie? I'd demonstrate mud packs. <laughs> mud packs? Yes. I saw an ad for somebody to sit in Hogan Brothers' window and demonstrate mud packs. That's what I'd do. Bessie, make a public display of yourself? Well, who'd know who I was with mud on my face? Zeke. <laughs> Bessie, this has to be something I can do. It has to be dignified work. Or something I can do without having people know I'm doing it. Well, that's what I liked about mud packs. <laughs> Forget the mud packs. Yes, sir. You could sell Christmas cards. Please, Bessie. Well, you could do it at night when nobody could see you. Yeah, Bessie, you'd better run along. You don't need me? No, I'll bounce my ideas off the wall. You mean I can go for the day? No. Hello? Anybody home? We have a caller, Mr. Gildersleeve. Well, close my door and see who it is. Yes, sir. Now, let's see. What can I do to earn Christmas money? I'll need quite a bit this year. I have to buy something for Leroy, Bertie, 
the mayor, and Bessie, Peavy and the Jolly Boys, and unfortunately, I'm going with quite a few girls. Irene, Grace, May. Excuse me, Mr. Gildersleeve. It's a cute insurance salesman. Well, tell him I'm not... Hello there, Commissioner Gildersleeve. <laughs> tell him to come in. Yes, sir. I think he's in. Hey. Commissioner, my name's Riley. Yeah, how do you do, Mr. Riley? Sorry, but I have all the insurance I need. <laughs> you always have all the insurance you need until you really need it. Well, it's true, but uh, yeah, I take my insurance from a relative. Our company has a new policy that I'm sure a far-sighted man like you will be interested in. Well, perhaps, if I didn't take from a relative. Well, one of our services is reviewing your insurance program, making recommendations. You know, like I say, I leave that to the relative. I know most of the insurance people in town. Uh, perhaps I know this relative of yours. No, no, you wouldn't know him. Distant relative. Well, I'd like to write a policy and make a little extra as Christmas money, but it's nice to talk to you anyway, Commissioner Gildersleeve. You wait a minute. Christmas money, you say? Oh, I could use some. Well, I have a lot of calls to make. We're a little shorthanded at the office. Yeah, Mr. Riley, I was just wondering. I know a lot of important people. Good prospects. Maybe we can both make some Christmas money. <laughs> Are you serious, Commissioner? Yeah, many an important man has a sideline. Stocks, bonds, insurance. Fine. I'm in charge of the office. If you think you can sell, bring your prospects around. Yeah, by George, I might do that. I'll look forward to hearing from you. You may hear from me sooner than you think. I hope so. Goodbye, Commissioner. Goodbye. Oh, uh, Bessie... Sleep? Bessie, I want to talk to you about insurance. I take from a relative. Oh, poo. The Great Gildersleeve will be back in just a minute. Tonight, I want to tell you about a wonderful new treat from Kraft. It's Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese, made in this country by Kraft, sliced by Kraft, and sealed by Kraft in handy, airtight packages. Natural Swiss Cheese, you know, is the kind with the holes. And it used to be that most of this good cheese with the holes was imported from Switzerland. But now Kraft has perfected a new way to make fine natural Swiss cheese here. Make it without rind. Make it so that every bit of it has that special heart-of-the-cheese goodness. Every bit of Kraft Natural Swiss has the perfect nut-sweet flavor and the tender texture found only at the center or heart of the wheel of imported Swiss cheese. And Kraft slices this fine natural Swiss for you and seals it in convenient half-pound packages. Try Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese. Discover how delicious it is in sandwiches, for cold-cut suppers with fruit for dessert, with crackers or pumpernickel, and your favorite cold drink for a snack. Once you taste this pale golden cheese with the heart of the cheese goodness, we're sure you'll want to have it on hand all the time. Tomorrow, look in your grocer's dairy case for the long package marked Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese. <laughs> Well, the great Gildersleeve thought it was a good idea this year to persuade Leroy to earn his Christmas money and not take it out of the family budget. And before the water commissioner knew what was happening, Leroy had him agreeing to the same thing. 
Right, George. It was a stroke of luck when that insurance man walked into my office. Yeah, I'd never have thought of selling insurance in my spare time. It's dignified, it's a necessity, and doesn't interfere with my water job. I can just direct prospects to Riley and collect my commission. Yeah, I'll see if I can help Peavy with some insurance. Hello, Peavy. Yeah, hello, Mr. Gildersleeve. What can I do for you? Yeah, I want to talk to you. I'm busy right now. Well, put down your pen and listen to what I have to say. This is serious. So is this. I'm writing checks. <laughs> Suppose something happened and you couldn't write checks. You mean like if I ran out of ink? <laughs> no. Peter. I got a whole shelf full of it. Yeah, I know. Red, blue, green, purple, black, blue, black. Yeah, all right, all right. What kind of ink do you want, Mr. Gildersleeve? I don't want any ink. Well, then why are you afraid I'd run out? I didn't say that. You weren't listening. I'm talking to you about preparing for the future. You don't say It's only as a friend that I'm calling this to your attention. But let's face it. We're here today and gone tomorrow. I don't know where you'll be, but I'm going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> you can't be too sure. I have to be. It's Mrs. Peavy's birthday. <laughs> Well, if you don't care about yourself, think of Mrs. Peavy. I'm not likely to forget her. <laughs> Mrs. Peavy undoubtedly has valuables at home that should be protected. No, Mrs. Peavy's valuable is here. What? I'm it. <laughs> Peavy, I'm talking about things like jewels that might be stolen. Well, Mrs. Peavy has a cameo locket with a picture of me and the parrot in it. I don't know of anybody that wants to steal that. <laughs> well, how about your store? It needs protection. Mm, yes. I don't want to frighten you. What if you came down some morning and found your pharmacy burned to the ground? How would you feel? Not so bad. I'm loaded with insurance. Oh, my God. Six bucks already. You have, Leroy? I got a dollar a day for helping at the grocery. That's six bucks a week. And with what I pick up shoveling sidewalks, I'll have around 30 bucks. How much Christmas money have you made, Unc? Well, my boy, in the insurance game, the first thing you do is lay groundwork. Haven't made a dime, huh? Uh, no. What a salesman. If I'm going to get anything for Christmas, looks like I'll have to buy it myself. You'll get your present, and so will everybody else. Well, I don't want any IOUs in my sock. Get on the ball, Unc. Yes, yes. Hey, I got an idea. They need a Santa Claus in the toy department down at the Emporium. Oh, my goodness. You'd wear a beard. Nobody would recognize you. I'd rather wear a mud pack. What? It, never mind. Anyway, there's no money in being a Santa Claus. I'm oh, just kidding, Unc. But if you can't sell insurance... Confound it, I can sell insurance. Yeah? Excuse me, I want to see Bertie a minute. About insurance? Uh, about dinner. Oh, uh, Bertie. Yes, Mr. Gilfield? Uh, no hurry about dinner. Yes, sir. Uh, Bertie, have you ever given thought to buying a little insurance? Oh, yes, sir. I'm a strong believer in insurance. Good. <laughs> I have here a little policy. Oh, I take from the lodge. The lodge? Yes, sir. They got a policy for 50 cents a week you can't beat. Yeah, I wouldn't get much Christmas money at that rate. And if you ain't got the 50 cents, they carry you on the books. Yeah, well, I just thought I'd ask. You ain't doing so well, huh? Well, Leroy's pressing me. I have to sell a policy soon to save face. Well, maybe you're overlooking a lot of prospects. Well, I don't know who. 
Well, how about your girlfriends? My girlfriends? You got to buy them all presents so if you can sell them all a policy. You can buy them presents with the premium. Hey. Oh, I don't know, Bertie. Well, most single girls don't have insurance. Well, I guess they don't. No, sir. They're waiting for the right man to come along. Let him buy the insurance. <laughs> oh, I don't think girls look that far ahead. Well, here's one that does. Bertie wouldn't have that large insurance if she could see the right man in her future. You wouldn't? And when it comes to marriage prospects, Bertie's scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not a good insurance prospect, Bertie. Well, I'm open for a deal. You get Bertie a husband, and she'll guarantee you get the insurance. <laughs> oh, there must be an easier way to make Christmas money. nothing wrong with trying to sell my girlfriend's insurance. It's protecting their future. Yeah, I'm doing them a favor. And besides, I'm getting off the hook with Leroy. Yeah, Irene's a smart woman. School principal. She can see the value of adequate protection. It's a strange way to spend a date, but I'll be subtle about it. Hello, Morton. Come in. Yeah, hello, Irene. <laughs> Something for you. What lovely flowers. Yeah. And you enclosed a card. You bet. Let's sit down and read it. All right, and then I'll put them in a vase. Yeah, I gave quite a lot of thought to that message. Oh? From Throckmorton with love and a thought for your future. What a nice sentiment. What does it mean? Well, it means I'm interested in your future, Irene. You are? And it's high time you gave some thought to it. Oh, I have. I think about me a lot. Well, I've been thinking about you, too. And now I'm in a position to guarantee your future security. Oh, well, this is so sudden. I guess you didn't expect anything like this, right out of the blue, but I just got the idea myself. The one who just got the idea, you're certainly moving fast. Well, I have to produce some results before Christmas. I wanted to speak to you about it before I ask anybody else. Well, it's nice of you to think about me first, Rockmorton. I suppose I, I should be flattered, but I'm afraid your your approach is a little puzzling. Well, I'm a little new at this, Irene. <laughs> Don't say no until you've heard my proposition. What uh, is your proposition? Well, let me speak frankly. Please do. I talked on the phone to Mr. Riley, and he thought you'd be a good risk. Rockmorton, just how do you mean that? Well, you're in good health. You have temperate habits. Of course, you'll have to take a complete physical. I will? Yeah, of course, Mr. Riley would insist on that. Who is Mr. Riley? Well, he's the insurance man. You mean you talk to your insurance man before you talk to me? Well, naturally. How careful can a man be? <laughs> what? You want the report of the veterinarian before you buy the horse? Well, Irene, in these days, you won't get anybody to take your sight unseen. Rockmorton Gildersleeve, I'm not asking anybody to take me. Well, Irene, you need the protection. I can protect myself. Now, take your flowers and ask somebody else or you'll never make it by Christmas. What did I do wrong? <laughs> Yes, Bertie. I'm glad that was you. You opened all the valleys this afternoon. 
Well, I have some news for Leroy. Yes, sir? At last, I sold the policy. You did? Well, don't sound so amazed, Bertie. No, sir. Leroy! Yeah! Come running, Uncle Brooke, I... Yeah! What did you do, Uncle? Call on your reservoir? <laughs> Nothing like that, my boy. I sold an insurance policy. No kidding. Yes, indeed. I'll have the proof here any minute. Mr. Riley is coming by with my commission check. Good for you, Hunk. You're a good sport. You didn't back out. Well, now that I proved I could sell a policy, I uh, I think we should give up the idea of earning our Christmas money on the side. I really don't have the time. I understand, Unc. We'll tap the budget, huh? Yeah, that's the surest way for us all to get presents. Ah, it's Mr. Riley, Bertie. I'll go. Well, here I am, Commissioner. Hello, Mr. Riley. You were in a big hurry to get this commission check. Well, I had a reason. Leroy, look at this. Gosh, that's swell, Unc. <laughs> Mr. Riley, this is my nephew, Leroy. Hello, Leroy. Hi. Mr. Riley, who did Unc sell the policy to? Didn't he tell you? He sold it to himself. Unc! <laughs> The great Gildersleeve will be with us again in just 30 seconds. How do you like your Swiss cheese best? In sandwiches? With fruit? With crackers? Tomorrow, give yourself a treat. Get Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese and try it your favorite way. Kraft Natural Swiss is the good old-fashioned kind with the holes. But it's made a new Kraft way to have heart-of-the-cheese goodness all through. And it's sliced and sealed by Kraft in airtight packages. See for yourself what we mean by heart-of-the-cheese goodness. Enjoy the exceptional flavor and tender texture of this fine, natural Swiss. You'll be delighted with Kraft Natural Swiss Cheese. You know, it just dawned on me why Irene practically threw me out and slammed the door. She thought I was proposing marriage. When all I wanted to do is sell some insurance. Well, I'll straighten that out right now. Women are so touchy. You have to handle them just so. Oh. It's you, Throckmorton. Hello, Irene. I guess you wonder why I'm here. Well, I didn't expect you back after last night. Irene, you were mistaken about my intentions. Oh? When I said Mr. Riley thought you'd be a good risk, but that nobody would take your sight unseen, I was talking about insurance. Insurance? Of course. I wasn't talking about marriage. Proposing to you was the last thing I had in mind. <laughs> really? Now, may I come in? Oh! What did I do wrong this time? Good night, folks. The Great Builders theme is played by Willard Waterman and is an NBC Radio Network production. The show is written by John Elliott and Andy White and is transcribed. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Kathy Lewis, Lillian Randolph, Gloria Holliday, Frosty Fowler, and Dick LeGrand. Musical compositions by Jack Meekin. This is John Heaston saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. 
Be sure to listen in next week and every week for the further adventures of the great Gildersleeve. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.